Well, we're back. The Bold Mint Podcast. Man, it's been forever. It's been forever. <laughs> Last Two week weeks. we didn't meet because we were a little... Wimpy. Well, and it was cold out. A little timid by the snow. But today we're back and we're bold. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We are in Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, feel free to pause this recording. Uh, we're going to be talking about chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Feel free to pause this recording and then come back to us for a little conversation about Ephesians. And they're back. Wow. Hey, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's wow. impressive. Amazing. That's speed impressive. Readers, speed you guys readers. are quick. That's mm. right. That's right. So, uh, Joe, we started Ephesians a couple weeks ago. We sure did. Uh, talk, this is a, a letter that Paul writes to the church in Ephesus. Uh, um, and and we're really just now getting into it, really. Yeah, he, he wrote this not just to the Ephesian church, but to the saints in general. Uh, it's important to keep in mind, and as we banged out two verses last time in a whole forty-five minutes, yeah, you know, that, that speeding, right? just yeah. totally <laughs> boom, boom, burning yeah. it up. But uh, we come into this section, uh, which is just a continuation of the greeting, basically. But Paul is going to lay out God's rich blessings that He has given to us, uh, and there are basically ish kind of twelve different types of blessings or ways we are blessed by the Lord in this. And I, I think it's very interesting. Um, this is the longest sentence <laughs> yeah. in any of the New Testament or anywhere in the Bible, actually. 202 <coughs> Greek words in a row. So we have here a run-on sentence. You could say he just keeps connecting it and connecting going it and going, and, and, going, going. Yeah. and going. And I, I know the uh, sentence structure is a little weird in Greek, right? You say a sentence, but the yeah. idea is that he's got one continual thought here that he's continuing on. And uh, so that's what you got to kind of deal with when you're reading it. We're going to break it apart, take it verse by verse, but it, it would be good if you had just read it just now when we paused, because you would get the idea we're talking about. This is a run-on thought. Yeah, 32 prepositional phrases here, <laughs> just connecting this thing over and over and over. <clears throat> it's just one long expression of the praises of God and and what he's done for us. You know, really, too, it, when you, you know, because we've been studying this for a few weeks, we've been off for a week mm -hmm. because some of us couldn't weather the storm. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, you, <laughs> as me, I guys. as <laughs> I read this, and I've read this several times now since we've started this study, uh, this actually is just really one huge question. The question would be, well, he lays that out next week. Uh, the answer, <laughs> he, he, the question, yes, he gives the answer before the question. No, but I mean, he gives the answer next week. Okay, and we'll be studying that tonight mm -hmm. for those that are coming. But next week, you'll hear the answer to this. Really, it's this question. So before everybody listening gets totally confused by Larry, <laughs> in bold, if you come and attend, we study oh, a passage fresh me. that night. And then the next week, we sit down, the three of us together at this recording, and we record what we did the Thank last you, week in bold. I just don't want to totally confuse everybody because you're going in some circles there. There's <laughs> <laughs> like some weird time loop over there with Larry Heiler. But that's okay. Well, just there to is outside it. of space and time. 
A little bit, but I'm in tune with my father in heaven. There you go, <laughs> there you brother. Go. There That's you go. right. So, uh, yes, correct. It it is kind of um, he's laying out what God's rich blessings are to us, and it's it's the why next week. Yeah, yeah. That answers the question. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Let's just start in verse three before we confuse people. So just make sure and be here next week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I'm for real. You. I mean, it's this is this is dynamite stuff. It really is. Um, so in verse three, this is kind of this is what everything hinges on. Kind of, kind of this opening statement, and you would expect that that he would be introducing an idea <laughs> in his first phrase, and he says, "Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ. So we uh, we kind of touched on this, actually, in the first uh, bold men's group, that because when we covered the first two verses in, in week one, we actually skipped ahead and did an extra verse, thanks to Larry Hyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm. <laughs> no, you're fine, buddy. I'm just giving you a hard time. But um, this is an interesting verse. Uh, notice when he starts off here, he says, "Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." And doesn't that just conceptualize everything about what the gospel is about? How is the Father in heaven blessed? How how can the Father in heaven not be blessed? But Specifically, when Paul says, blessed is the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, how is the Father, in a realistic fashion, blessed? Can I take a shot at that? Yeah, go ahead. I, I think you really, you really have to get a hold of what Paul's saying here. I mean, because this is the key to our, our, our salvation, our existence, our, our mantra for living the Christian life. God, uh, it says he chose us before the beginning of the world that we would show in our walk, in our life, that there's actually good in this world for those that choose to follow Christ. There are good things that people can do. We don't just live in a jungle with a bunch of animals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God has made this possible. And when we live our life according to this spiritual rich blessing that he's blessed us with, that brings him such honor. Because I think about Job when he says, hey, you know, have you looked and seen my servant Job? Look, And you could tell that he was, all, you know, and oh, and when Jesus was baptized, oh, that's my son who I, who is well-loved. I mean, he loves showing off his goodness, his power. And when we live in this human life, this broken, sinful place, and we rise above and we show Christ, we imitate Christ, and he looks down. He's, he's, it's amazing, but we can bless the Father. And that's, I think, it's amazing that Correct. I can. Yeah, the Father is blessed by our praises, well, he, yeah, by, it, by, by his creation right. returning to him yes. and offering that praise. And yes. I think that's, that's what you're trying to say there, yep. Yep. is that when, that when that happens, there's such blessing back to the Father. Yes. There's a point in the book of Revelation, and I pointed this out, I think, at one point, uh, that at the very end of it all, Christ lays everything down at the Father, yes. to the Father. Yep. And so that everything will be one in yep. the Father. Yep. 
and that the Father will be blessed and, and praised forever and ever. You know, we, we hear that we hear the thing about giving back or getting our 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 jewels yeah. and our crowns. Mm-hmm. You if you get anything, you'll be <laughs> heaving it uh-huh. toward the throne. Yeah. When you see what's yeah, been given be you. That's right. To hold yeah. on That's to. right. Good stuff. Uh, so the the Father is blessed, and He's the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ. So it, well, it's a profound statement. You know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. go go ahead, John. What well, well, and think blessed is or blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that's a statement of a statement of reality. What what. Mm-hmm. Um, he is worthy of blessing. It's a He's mantra blessed. from Psalms, Re- regardless. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Re- so, so it, it's just a statement of reality in one aspect. So, That's so good. reality is God is blessed, yep. and reality is He who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. I, I mean, three times there in the first part of a <laughs> sentence, he uses this word "blessed," right? Correct. Blessed is God. Period. Like that's just who He is. But that blessed God has blessed us. He has given us something that He has that He that He that He possesses of, incarnate of who He is. Like that's just part of His characteristics. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So that's the first way. If we look at it, really, we are blessed with Christ and with those spiritual blessings that roll out of Christ. There's and that's kind of the beginning opening. If we were doing an outline, that would be number one, and then everything else falling yeah. in line after it would so, be. So, as brothers and sisters of Christ, in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, is it wrong to pray to bless John and bless his family, Lord? I, I think that should be expected. Yeah, I mean, I how, how could that be wrong? Well, I, I, well, well, so d- isn't the answer right there? Once it's already been done. It's already been done. Yeah, I, I yes. and I'm not trying to be guys. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just saying we we need to understand what God's what Paul's saying here. Yeah, how? I don't think it shows enormous. a lack. I don't think it shows a lack of faith, Larry. To, no, but it, to go and lean on the Father when when you're in, in pain, I think God wants us to do that, even though He sees the end result. He already knows the outcome. Well, he already knows where your faith is, but I believe he does want us to come back to him. Well, I, I think the proper, I, I just it's just me, and because I, I have been through the. I've, I, when I read first time I read this, my when I was a young man, I sat on this for days, and I was telling all these people, they're looking at me like, "So what's the big?" I said, "Don't you get it?" Yeah, and I said, you know, and my prayer goes like for Joe when I pray for Joe. When I pray for John, I pray for Sammy. I pray for these guys in here. I pray for God's presence, his power, and his spirit mm-hmm. to be made that they would see and grasp hold. Not that they – he the, the blessed word, it's a, it, it is, yes, but we are. It's who we are. Well, yes, but we're, we're not always living in reality of that. Here's the parallel I want to Unfortunately. In the beginning, God created, and he created Adam and Eve in his image, as image bearers. We have an intrinsic value, characters, you know, a, a part of us that reflects God's image. But we don't always live as image bearers. That's right? <laughs> the truth, So yes. we, we have sometimes what we don't know. 
Do you see what I'm saying? And I think the same can be said of yes, every spiritual blessing and has I, been given. And I do that. Right? I get yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. I, okay. That's, that's good. So, so we have, but sometimes not living in the reality right. of it. Again, that's why it starts with the reality of who God is, yep. right? Blessed yep. is God. Yep. Who has given us every blessing. Yep. To who understand. Us, and yep. does. It's more about God yep. than what we've been that's given. Right. It's more yep. back to, yeah. Very good. Yeah, it, it is good. So if we move on to verse 4, we're going to start digging in to these blessings that it, that he gives us. So it says in verse 4, For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world <laughs> to be holy and blameless in love before him. Well, there we see it. We are chosen. Chosen by him before any of this ever even took so what does it mean to be blessed? Well, it means to be chosen. You're chosen. Yeah. You're chosen absolutely. by the Father. Yeah. And and some people struggle with that, right? They struggle, well, you're getting into predestination. Listen. That's so, just a word. Yeah. Let's look at the reality yeah. of it. The Father in heaven has chosen you as Cho- his child. Yeah, chosen us. You responded in faith to him. Without yeah. both of that happening? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. listen, regardless of your response to him, he chose before the foundation of the world, but you're removed from the from the from the criteria. You know there what I mean? Go. Like yeah. this is God, who God is, and His sovereignty, His sovereign choice is a theme throughout Scripture. Um, he chose us. How are we blessed? Well, we've been chosen. Mm-hmm. Praise God for that. We're yeah. sitting here today because we've been chosen by and, God. And don't be so amazed, guys. I mean, He chose an entire nation called Israel, and and they from spit nothing. in His face, right? Yeah. They they were. They were just as terrible as I am. So <laughs> he chose them before they existed. That's he right. created them. Yep. And even in their rebellion, he continued to be faithful to them. That's right. And so there you go. We got another one of those ways that we are blessed. We are chosen by the Father. Chosen and, and the and the And without blame. Yeah, yeah. The, How can it be? I mean, chosen and without any blame whatsoever. So so holy. Chosen to be holy and right. blameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of holy there is set apart and set aside, Correct. distinct, right? Yes. That type of stuff hits me when we think about the distinctness of the gospel and and how it should impact our lives. To be like they are to be. Do we live extinct? To be extinct. That's not that's not the right word. Distinct, right? Yeah. Well, that what we you said, John. Those two weird. those two words are key. Yeah. Yeah. To be. Yeah. He chose us to be. Now there's when we have to, you know, we have we have a responsibility, right? We have responsibility. So God's sovereign choice paired with our, so so it starts off. The gospel starts off with God's sovereign choice, and then at some point, now His sovereign choice is regardless of our response. Mm-hmm. But at some right. point, our response is required to yes. respond appropriately. Yes. To be chose us to be to become holy. Yeah. And blameless. And it's not like he's standing up there with a pitchfork, you know, or, or yeah. a, a whip or something. You're going to choose me or else you're going to get punished. It's not at all like that. He's very patient yeah. and very right. gentle. He's and, a gentleman. And waiting for you to be broken yes. enough where you realize yeah. you need him yes. and that you're his child. Holy so. and blameless. Do I live? <laughs> listen, guys, we should all struggle with the question, do I live in such a way that people see Christ through me? We should all be wrestling with that daily. That's what this is all about. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're just wasting our time here. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. move us to that yeah. point where we consider these things yeah. every day of our life. Yeah. Distinct. You know, do, do people see me and say, man, there's something different, different about, about that, that guy? guy. Yeah. He's holy, blameless. Awesome. Not awesome. perfect. I, 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 remember, I remember very clearly when, 
one of our meetings not too long ago, Samuel in here said he remembered when these guys came up to him and said, you know, th- there's just something different yeah. about you. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've all had that conversation in some time in our walk, but that should be more than not, <coughs> you know, how we respond, even around our Christian brothers and sisters, how we respond, yeah. how we react, how we, like we was just talking about, um, you know, preaching to some, some <laughs> <laughs> you know, how could you yeah. if you're imitating your yeah. compassionate, loving, merciful father? Yeah, how could you, know? you not? And, and you know, I think a key to that, guys, sorry to keep, I know we got a lot to cover, but if we consider, if we consider God's holiness mm-hmm. and, and say when we're doing our Bible study, take five minutes, five minutes a day and just consider that his, and I love this. His created angels that were created in his presence, and they had never seen anything but God in his kingdom. In Isaiah 6, verse 4, they cover their eyes and they cover their feet with four of their six wings because holy, holy. And they were born in that or created in that. How holy is this? And I don't think we... We just yeah. don't spend the time there, John. I yeah. think you're right. If yeah. we did, it would change the way we live. <laughs> there right. you go. Sorry. To, no, that's fine. Uh, thank you for that illustration. He says in verse 5, He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Here we go again. Here we go. Joe with the predestination. Hey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> predestined by any other word is still predestined. So. <laughs> yeah. That's another avenue of blessing, guys. Yeah. Predestined. Hey, we it, it was chosen before, and not only was it chosen, it is done. You are predestined, which means mm. that it is done. Mm-hmm. It is said. It is done. It is written in heaven. We were bought with a price. Well, and predestined for what? Adoption. That, there's yes. the there's adoption. the fourth avenue. Yeah. yeah, with adoption to become part of the family. Yeah. Right, and, and yeah. you know, there's what a beautiful picture. Yeah. You're not just a, a servant in the field. Yeah, right. That's right. You've got a seat, a seat at the table. You know, I, I think about the, the prodigal son Absolutely. parable. And yeah. I think, man, you know, what a picture of yep. of a father's love. And that parable's one of the applications of that or, or uh, images behind that is God's uh, abundant love for his children, for us. That's you know, right. I looked at something. I looked at something on this. The Greek word for this is son place. Which actually means huh. born into the family. So you know you got you got you got your brother and sister and your brother and sister. You got adopted one yeah. there. He's always the adopted one, but he's part yeah. of the family. In this picture, you're right along with the yeah. with the biological siblings. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. You it, going along with the prodigal? You know that older son is the image of Israel. Yeah, the son that never left really, and. The younger son's the image of us coming back the to the Father. Yeah, yeah. The Gentiles coming right. to the Father and earning, when we didn't earn it, having that seat at the table again. Yeah. And, you know, the, and when the Pharisees, they just they just lost their minds yeah, when was, he said it this. It was bad. Yeah. And instead of saying, <laughs> repent and turn, they just got angrier and angrier and angrier. But, you know, I think Christ took a little pleasure in— Oh, sure he did. In, in oh, yeah. He, bringing up their— <laughs> Their heat a little bit with that. I think I think he kind of enjoyed it because you know he he didn't pull back. 
He had um, a way about himself. With, he did. With those, he handled himself yeah. quite well with the Pharisees. So, uh, so how are we adopted? To, how through are Jesus we adopted? Christ yeah. to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will. We're adopted through Jesus Christ by His will. God <sighs> chose. He, you know, it's you know, it wasn't done begrudgingly. You're either. not a stepchild, right? Like I, I, I'm one of those. That I don't believe in stepchildren. I don't think they exist. Right, steps are for stairs. Children are children, uh, but uh, but but you know he chose us through Jesus. He reconciled us through Jesus according That's to right. His will. Did He save us because we could add to His resume? No, absolutely. Did he we save had us so that He could have a bigger family. No. So he what does that tell you about the? He wanted. Yeah. What What does that tell you about being predestined? It tells you that humanity didn't bring anything to that. To that cue, he didn't choose you because you're John Welch or right. you're Larry Hyler or I'm Joe Graves. Had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it just had to do with his good pleasure. That's, your, that's amazing. His good pleasure. That's, that's just amazing. It is amazing, and it blows your mind to to think about. And you know, I, but uh, in essence, it's all going to be bring praise back to the Father, which is the point of all of this. It brings praise and oneness back to the Father. When and as John said earlier, if when we live out. Are part of the deal on this. There's no part of the deal getting in in the family, but we have a responsibility as heirs to live out. We do. We need to show to be holy that there is capability of doing good and being good and honoring God in our lives. And that's what that's this thing to His praise and glory. And I mean, we can't forget that. Yeah. Um, so look in verse six, and it even says it to the praise of His glorious grace that He lavished on us. In the beloved one, you know that that's another way we're we're blessed by God's beloved. We are accepted, accepted by Christ, and thus because Christ, who died for us, we're accepted by the Father. That that's profound to think that that he would just <laughs> and you and you think you know why would God love me? Why would God choose me? Right. Hey, I mean, he, this God who created everything, right, with just a word. Even the souls. He, he, he chose to adopt me, and you think, well, why would he? He knows all my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's but, the most amazing the part. part of it. Yes. Is when he sees me, he sees John in the sin, yeah. but he sees, you know, it's as if our brother Jesus is standing there saying, Dad, he's Big on me. Big brother's got his arm and said, you know, look. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's with me, yeah. you know. Yeah. Look Beautiful. at that word lavished. I think in the ESV it says a different word. What does it say? Uh, I've got bestowed. Bestowed, yeah. correct. I like the word lavished because it's it, it's the implication there is that it's undeserved. That it, it's something that's a little bit extra. That it's, yeah, or, or abundance. The picture I, I I get this idea of a cup being filled over its brim. Correct. It's it's just more than you yeah. could possibly. Yeah. Yeah, ever hold. Um, I, I like that. And the, this isn't the CSB isn't the only version that uses the word la- lavished. I, my, my version says glorious grace. Glory, well, in verse six there. Yeah. Um, so the praise he, is glorious grace that he favored us within the beloved. favored us. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. But anyway, yeah. No, that's good. So there you go. Um, accepted. Accepted. Uh, you know, God's grace will forever be praised. Uh, it, it's that that word there, the beloved one in verse six, um, 
that's another name for Jesus, of course. The beloved, yep. Yeah, beloved yep. one. Yep. Um, I can't even say the the word, but it's only one occurrence in the New Testament. It's the only time it's it's ever used. Uh, Agapameno, Agapameno, I think Makes so. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the only time, and it's this idea of uh, the love of God in Christ. Yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting word there. Um, moving on in verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Okay, so forgiveness. We have forgiveness of our sins by his grace. That's That's a big one. I mean, that's big, but there's this idea of redemption through his blood. Redemption is a little more, I think, than just forgiveness. Forgiveness, it wipes the slate clean, but redemption, it it has this idea that that we are uh, brought back to full restoration. Yeah. This idea that, that you no longer even had it on your account to begin with. The blemish was never even there. So this is this idea that Jesus on the cross, he shed his blood and it washes our garments white as snow, right? This whole idea that now it's not just being forgiven. Okay, I'm going to forgive you, but come on in. But it's still back there somewhere, right? Yeah. It's no longer even on your account. I I think I I know I struggled with that for so long, Joe, when I first got saved. Didn't we all? I mean, but this idea of redemption now, that's another avenue. That you're redeemed. Yep. You've been bought and paid for, sealed forgiven. and delivered. It's yes. done. Yep. Two avenues right there. And I think somebody it, asked me last week, what are the two ways of blessing? And I I, I didn't get that because I hadn't written it down, but the redemption was one of them. This idea that you are brought to rightness with the Father again and its forgiveness. It's beautiful. Beautiful picture there. Uh really, I mean, we would never even think to pick apart how we're blessed by God to this level, you know, that, that it was this intricate, that there's so many facets, so many sides to this, this, uh, equation, but here it is right in front of us. And, uh, we're just slowing it down a little bit so that we can see all those, but really we should read this thing fast, but it's good to see some of this interesting stuff. It's just, Nestled down in the words. Um, well, how else has God blessed us? <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell you what, let's move on to verse 8. And we will see that he richly poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. So it's this riches of his grace that he poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. There you go, wisdom and understanding. Some days I don't feel so wise, Joe. No. I don't know why, John. (laughs) (laughs) I said that with a straight face, even. (laughs) No, uh, some days we don't make wise choices. And why is that? Why why do we turn away and make unwise choices sometimes? And uh, maybe there's some selfishness still in us that um, wants to chase after what we want. You know, the world's still alluring, and and it's still—but— Praise God as we grow in Christ. We we should be turning to him more often when we are tempted 
and to be unwise. Yeah. For our application today, we said, well, what does he mean by all wisdom and insight? Listen, we've been given the keys to the kingdom. We've been given we've been given all we need to, in order to live and function inside of the way God intended. And it's largely the, the reason we don't feel wise sometimes or we don't have insight in situations is because we neglect knowing the God who gives. And the best way we can know the God who gives is to be in his word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I don't feel wise, if I'm struggling with that, I don't, you know, I struggle with well, maybe it means that's an indicator maybe that I don't have the input that I need. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's like uh, it's like looking, knowing the end of the book before the end of the book before yeah. you get there. Yeah. And, and we, we do. You know, I've always told people, I said, you know, I can sit down at my child's bedside at night when my children were small and young, and I could assuredly <laughs> tell them that it's, it, it is okay. Mm-hmm. And I know it's okay. Because I know our Father. Now, do I know the outcome before? But no. But I know it's okay because God's got us. Yeah. We're His. We're His children, just like you're my child. Yeah. I will give my life to make sure that you have life. Yeah. And He's promised that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and, and I think of so many people that, in, especially in this world we live in now, the fear, yeah. I, it breaks my heart, man. Right. I mean, even, you know, within our, con- in, within our midst, and we see people just scurrying around, and you're just like, gosh, just please, you know, understand. And it's been given. So, and, you know, go no, ahead. no, go ahead, Joel. I, I was just going to say that there's a bit of a mystery about it all, why some people don't choose. Yeah. And in verse 9, he says, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure that he proposed in Christ as a plan for the right time to bring everything together in Christ both things in heaven and things on earth in him. And that's verses 9 and 10. So, you know, there was this mystery. How is God's will a mystery? How, how, do, we, how do we ever understand God's will? Is, is the question that, yeah. we, that naturally you would ask when, when you read this. Well, it's, it's been revealed to us in Christ. How, though? How has it been revealed? Through his sacrifice and his resurrection from the That's dead. Right. See, we often get lost here because we say, "What?" Well, but I don't know what God wants me to do. Like, as far as you know, who am I going to marry, or what school am I going to go to, or you know, which okay. direction should I turn out of the parking lot? Okay. Well, well th- that's that's minor stuff. The will that the Father has uh, 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 shown to us, revealed to us, is our destination in Him through the resurrection of Christ. Right. Like that's that's, that's the that's, that's the, the mystery. That's the mystery. Yeah, the to me. But he to another way of blessing for us is that we've been revealed that mystery. Yes. Yes. It's it's yet another avenue of blessing that we've received. And notice the point given in verse ten, bringing everything together in Christ, both things in heaven and on earth. This unity, the idea of unity, coming into unity with Christ and ultimately with the Father, another avenue of blessing. And, and you remember the Jesus's priestly prayer the night before, yeah. chapter seventeen, mm-hmm. that we that they would know that we are one and have been one from the beginning, and we will be one. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying here. That's the great mystery. I mean, that we are we are not even adopted son place <laughs> into his family because of his chosen death and resurrection by his own free will. That's it's just. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. That's why 
the without the spirit's power and direction, we can't understand this. The world just kind of goes, you know, that's you're off your rocker. Yeah. There's no way. But through God's revelation, through the power of his Holy Spirit, we understand. And that's what we live to try and show and live out our lives. You know, so. Yep. Very good. That's it. Uh, verse 11. Mm-hmm. In, in, go ahead. In whom also we were chosen, having been predestined according to the purpose of the one who works all things according to the mm. counsel of his will. Want to pause there? Well, mine says, in him we have also received an inheritance, because we were predestined according. So did you say inheritance? Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't hear that. I did not. You didn't? What did oh, you say? I thought you said that. I was reading along in my... Okay. In whom also we were chosen, having been predestined according to the purpose of the one who chosen. works all things, according to the counsel of yeah. his will. They, they, his interpretation is chosen. Okay. Over inheritance. So. Okay. Yeah, very interesting choice of words. Uh, mine has a subnote here. It could say, or in him, uh, we are also an inheritance. In him, we are well, also, that, that we are the inheritance. That word chosen it's is kind of a funky Is the same uh, as election. You know, just like. Correct. Yeah. So I, either way, there is this, um, this idea that we are given in an inheritance. So what is the inheritance that we're given? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ ultimately is the inheritance. I mean, everybody, everybody in this. And how about eternal life? Can we hear it for that? Yeah. But wow. what is eternal life without Christ? Eternal life. And John 8 <laughs> says it's to know God and his will for you. That's eternal life. We have it now if we understand what he says here. Um, and, you know, I'm telling you, this This to me, uh, you know, in him also we have ob- obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him. Uh, to the purpose of him who works all things, all things, mm-hmm. according to the counsel of his will. This is his will. Yes. This is isn't it? some, oh, like you said, Joe, oh, you know, go stand in the corner until we get to you. No, this <laughs> this was his will. Yes. No, and notice here, too, Larry, that he uses the word predestined again. Yeah, again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. What What's the link back to verse 5 that we see kind of being given here? Because it, I find it kind of interesting, uh, you you have this uh, idea of predestination using again here. Uh, in verse five, he was talking about uh, being adopted as sons. What do sons get in the estate? When the inheritance. an inheritance, and the idea here is that this inheritance, <laughs> this inheritance of Christ Jesus, to bring praise and glory back to the Father. Over and over again, he keeps hammering the same idea that ultimately this unity is going to be, bring praise and glory and honor to the Father in heaven. Verse 11. Um, bum, 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 bum. I'm sorry. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Okay, okay. Yes, we've already did 11. <laughs> did we? Yeah, I was going for 12 so that oh, tw- we, I'm sorry about that, guys. I, I got messed up there just a second. So that we who had already put our hope in Christ might bring praise to his glory. So you're, you just read it again, right? Yep. All right, there you go, that we might bring praise to his glory. Verse 13, in him we were also sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation, when you believed. 
So there you go. The Holy Spirit is another way we are blessed. We are sealed, right? Sealed with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I think about that. Who is the down payment? Right? He's Holy the yeah. he, he's he the is. down payment of the inheritance. That's right. It's sealing us uh, for the day of salvation. Yeah. It's kind of funny. You've said it over and over. Salvation is a thing that was chosen before us. It is a thing that we were saved the day we accepted Christ. It's are, a thing we saved. are being, being in the saved. process of being and saved. And we will, we be, will saved. be saved. We'll be Very saved. Good. So yeah. this Holy Spirit guarantees that as a down payment. It's, it's just it the the easy way to look at that is like you go in to buy something. We're talking Sold. about this shed. Give me a deposit, <laughs> yeah, and it's yours. <laughs> yeah, and this is what's been Paul yeah. saying. We and, have, and I love that because when you go to buy something, and man, there's only one left, mm-hmm. and you go to look at it, and you go to pick it up, and and then there's a sticker on it that says mm, sold, 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 yeah. and then I, you know my mind immediately jumps to John ten when Jesus says, "Hey, look, you're you're my hand." You've been put there by the Father, and no one can snatch you out of my hand. You know, no man, soul on a, this package. What a wonderful, what a wonderful, <laughs> yes, thing. Mm-hmm. God's again, it's God's sovereign choice, God's constant choosing, and God's constant choice will be made complete because of the inheritance that we've received and the down payment and the down payment. It's been given absolutely. I, I, you know, He's just going over and over. Guys, what else do you need to know? To live this life, to understand, to be, and you know, we have to be really careful here because it really sounds like he's like, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're you're a pretty good deal, John. They got a good deal, <laughs> yeah. But we have to understand, no, no. Right, I mean, even though it. we're all uh-huh. these things, yeah. that's where you're talking about. Blessed be the Father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Notice, notice the last part of verse 14. He says, "Until the redemption of the possession, yeah. to the praise of His glory." Now, some some. Translations omit the word redemption. Uh, if if you're not if you don't have the word redemption here, the final thought of the the there's some future moment when the redeemed of the Lord will receive an inheritance of eternal life with God without the effect of our sin. You know, it, without the effect of our sin nature. So the thought is intact that that's going to happen. So the idea of redemption is still in the passage, whether the word's written there or not. Yeah, um, yeah, because an inheritance is something, generally speaking, that you haven't received yet. That's right. right. <clears throat> yeah, and this Absolutely. is, and I, that's what he ends with to, to the, the praise, praise of, of his, his glory. glory. Yeah, yep. I, it's 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 going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but it is going to happen. Right. It is sealed, done, finished. It's complete, and we need to live that way. Yeah, we do. That's the biggest thing, John. You keep going over and over that. Guys, you got to respond to this. You can't just read this and go through this and not make some earthly, worldly effort, human effort, to to carry this out yeah. in our everyday lives, in, the, in our wives, our children, our church, our our leaders. I mean, I, there's you got to. There's time. This is the time to wake up. Yeah. To wake wake up yes. to the reality of yeah. what has happened. Yep. Yeah. What's being done now yep. and what will happen. Yep. You know what I mean? Regardless of what's going on around right. us, right? Yep. Okay. So there you go, guys. It's the Bible's longest sentence in a half an hour or 35 minutes. 39 minutes. <laughs> 39 well, minutes. You guys did a really good job with that. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. Come back next week for the second longest sentence in the Bible.
Oh. <laughs> we'll see you next week, Monday nights at 6 o'clock here at The Hub, or you can tune in on the Leesburg Talk podcast. I mean, I'm sorry. Nope. The the, the Bold <laughs> Men's Podcast. Bold Men's Podcast. Adios. <laughs> Amen. Adios. Adios.